Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant to shot. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no regard for human life. Everything's possible. guys welcome back to the ball boys channel um it's been a while i've been away uh gallivanting off in europe for a few months it was great me and my backpack met a lot of great people um hopefully they start tuning in as well but I i've essentially switched places with uh your guy money mitch who is gonna have a couple weeks off uh he's just have a bit of a, a bit of a break i think we can all agree there and he has gone to europe so we have literally just traded places so good on him um so let's just uh, get into it it's been a while i've got a few topics i want to talk about today um and firstly we're just gonna start on a bit of a high we're gonna do some fantasy comebacks um or even just some fantasy blowouts uh th these guys are awesome this year um they're making a name for themselves in the fantasy league um so let's just tip it off let's go number one uh anthony davis i will clarify this is per game value this is what they put up per game. Anthony Davis has played 24 games. Um, he's been pretty consistent. He's been playing over 80% of them. I'm an owner of Anthony Davis in one of my leagues. He's given me what I need. I feel like every day he's kind of questionable, questionable. Look, he's playing. So I ain't mad. Um, Anthony Davis, honestly, look, 34 minutes a game. Um, consistent. 28 points. 12.4 rebounds. I think the rebounds is a big boost. Um, when he was playing with... LeBron previously, I think those rebounds were down and the free throw percentage was down, which is why he dropped in so many leagues, and rightfully so. But right now, look, 82% from the free throw line. That's awesome. With the points, with the rebounds, and the blocks are right there at 2.2. If you can maintain that, that is elite, elite in that category. Um, and look, the steals are nice, 1.3. So right now, he is literally the number one per game fantasy player. I believe it's just all round, uh, I think most spectrums, this overall value, he still is the number one player. So he's putting a bit of a fight for Jokic. So fingers crossed, he stays healthy. All right, next guy, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Everyone's been talking about him. Uh, he is the fourth, I can't believe it, but the fourth um, best per game value in the season thus um, thus far. And look, it's coming on the defensive end. There's a 1.7 steals and one block. Awesome. Obviously, the field goal is there at 50%. The free throw percentage is 93%. He's almost a bloody 50, 40, 90, uh, which is pretty phenomenal. The points are awesome. 31 points. Uh, look, I, I'd have to say I think it's going to drop off. That's pretty damn hard to maintain at 31 points. But look, five rebounds, about six assists. Uh, you, you can tell why he is the fourth. So I, I didn't expect this from him. I guess he showed signs uh, previously, but I didn't think he would be a top end like, you know, early round first rounder um and, and that's the value he has been putting up so kudos to the shea uh owners out there i'm pretty jealous <clears throat> the one thing is those okc guys look I, I feel like they will start tanking they've been like that for a few years um good old victor is on the draft block so we'll see how that goes fingers crossed he isn't shut down that's the only concern all right tyrese halliburton 
Um, I will get into him a, a bit later as well, but right now the eighth per game value, he is killing it. I did a bit of a bet for him for um, leading the league in assists. I'm looking pretty good right now. Um, there's a few people, uh, you know, fighting for it as well, but 10.6 assists per game is absolutely uh, phenomenal. That That is where you're getting most of his value. Um, the points are also, you know, 20 points per game. The steal is 1.7, which is similar to your Shea. The blocks aren't quite there like it is with Shea or the field goal. Um, he's pretty much just a Shea light with a bit more assists, uh, but that assist is a big big boost and we can all agree uh 10.6 that can carry you he's super super reliant the turnovers are also down uh for that kind of assist ratio which if you care about turnovers it's pretty damn good to have so tyrese um next we got jaron jackson jr 13 um i'll even do him um, with brooke lopez as well because it's similar reasons why they're here but 13 and 18 that's pretty awesome that's literally second round value is what these guys are putting up um, and it, look, you do get boosted. Everyone knows you get boosted with the blocks. It's it's the hardest thing to get. Um, and Jaron Jackson Jr. right now is 3.3 blocks a game on 25 minutes. And if you're looking at like a block rate from the minutes, he's, he's kind of up there in record shattering um, rates right now. So that, that is how incredible he's been on the defensive end. Um, I think he'll probably be, obviously if he maintains this, he, he could end up in the first team all defense. Um, he is scaring people out there when you watch the games. I love watching Memphis because John Morant is must-watch TV to everyone out there. Um, he is everything I wish I could be in a basketball player. But anyway, Jaron Jackson Jr. gets up there, block shots, hits the threes as well. So with those three blocks, uh, he gets almost two three-pointers a game. Not quite as many as Brooke Lopez, who's getting 2.1 threes a game with 2.8 blocks. I do think Brooke will obviously settle down in the block department, but we know he can get two blocks a game. 2.8 is obviously probably not quite achievable, but he's a guy that can get two blocks a game. Um, I've got him on one of my fantasy teams. I think the league I had, Mitch actually... Uh, <laughs> Mitch, the guru himself, uh, decided to drop him, and I picked him up. So thank you for that. He's given me some incredible value thus far into the season. Um, and with that team, I think I'm second in the rankings. So I'm, I'm definitely up there. I'm competing for a title. Um, and he is definitely helping me. I also have Anthony Davis in that league, which probably has a lot to do with it. Um, Larry Markinen, he has to have a shout-out. Those Utah Jazz, man. I, I, don't under- I, I have a feeling they will start tanking. So I will put a bit of an asterisk just on the whole Utah team. They, they don't want to win games. I understand these guys are coming together and it's a good story. But I feel like people are in the trade block. Um, Vanderbilt is an awesome piece. Makes sense for maybe them to, to keep them. But, you know, Jordan Clarkson, I could definitely see being on the trade block if he does get traded as well. Right now, he's about 60th in per game value. He could definitely... Um, get traded and that would decrease because I feel like his usage would go down. But he, it's a great storyline. Lowry is um, pretty much being their number one go-to guy for the majority of this season. 22 points a game, eight and a half rebounds. Um, the defensive stats aren't there, unfortunately. It's about half a block and half a steal. So that's not great. For a big man, you'd hope you get some more, some more blocks there. But if you're under a punt block build for a big guy... Uh, he does definitely fit for that. And so in, the, in future drafts, uh, that's something to look out for. 53% field goal, really, really good. He's actually inside the paint. You look at his stats, um, it's, it's I think it's a, quite easily above 60%. He's, he's finishing stuff in the paint. He's in the elite, um, elite for big man inside there. 
I, I knew it was athletic and he could get up. So I'm pretty... I, look, I didn't expect this. I'll, I'll put it that way. I didn't expect him to really leap um, this high. So that that is pretty damn impressive. Larry and the Utah Jazz. But look, keep an eye on those guys. I'm not too sure. Maybe, look, Malik Beasley could get traded, open up some time for um, your Alexander Walker, who has actually started getting some minutes. He had, a, I think, a 26, 27-point game a few days back now. So he's someone to add on your... Um, your list of, you know, watch list. Make sure that if he's out there, maybe grab him. I've got him in one of my dynasty leagues. Obviously, you maintain those players. So he definitely adds to your watch list for now, guys. Tyler Hero, 38th in per game value. I actually can't believe this. As you can see, I'm actually repping a Miami Heat jersey right now. They're my team. Um, my guys got a win today as well. That not amazing in the standings, let, let's be honest. Um, but I still think they'll scra- scrap through a few wins and probably they're probably going to end up being a lower seed, but fingers crossed they make it through because um, I love me some Jimmy Buckets, and he can close out any playoff series. We've He's proven that. Um, but look, Tyler Hero, 38. 38. I am pretty blown away. He had a great game today as well, put up a 40-piece. Um, that's no joke. He's just kind of all around right now. He's got 21 points per game with your six. Six rebounds is good. I would expect that probably to drop a bit. The four assists, I do think, is maintainable. Um, So his value could just dip a bit with the rebounds. Um, But look, I think the points, honestly, are definitely definitely achievable. It could even go up a bit. If he has a few more monster 40-point games, um, then maybe he gets closer to a 23-point-per-game kind of guy. He's young. He's 23 years old as well, guys. Something to remember, he is still very young. This guy actually does have a lot of promise um, for the Miami Heat. Sometimes, look, I hate his shot selection. When I watch a lot of Miami games, and sometimes he really does piss me off. But when he's hot, he's hot. So that's fair. Um, free throw percentage, about 90% is awesome. You'd probably want him to take a few more attempts at three a game. Um, but the three-point is about three and a half. Uh, that, that's really kind of climbing his value to where he is right now. All right, Jalen Brunson, 47. These last two, I just thought I'd give a bit of a shout-out because... Um, they were somewhat sleepers, I'll say, in the NBA draft. Jalen Brunson did go up people's draft boards. He kind of ranged anywhere between the, I'll say, 40s up to 80s. Um, but look, he's maintained that 40 value. He's at 47 right now in a per game. I think if you draft him around that spot, you'd be pretty happy. You, you didn't expect him to give you any defensive stats. Um, when I picked him up in one of my other leagues, I obviously didn't expect that I was getting him for points and assists. I thought he would be really, really awesome in um, assists, and he hasn't let me down there. 6.3 is above league average for sure in that area, um, so that is really good. Even this, look, the steals is above one, so like, I'm, I'm kind of happy with that. 1.1 steals, you can't really complain with that with him. You're not going to expect something crazy. Uh, the three throw percentage is also climbing this. Uh, he's about 89% on five attempts a game, so that is getting close to your carry um, in, in, in that kind of category. And the 20 points obviously does not hurt. I think all of this is maintainable. I think he'll pretty much be putting out these stats for the rest of the year. I don't see it dropping off. And if anything, I could see his points even potentially going up. Um, if I'm quite honest, you maybe a couple more points here and there. Um, set, likewise with the assist. I think it's only up from here. Honestly, be maintained or it's up from here. And then the last guy with Bol Bol. I know Mitch has talked about him. Um, <laughs> everyone needs to go out and get Bol Bol if you have a dynasty league. Uh, he's doing stuff that, honestly, as an OKC 
Um, if you are an OKC fan, you would be hoping that Chet uh, Holgram can be doing similar things to what Balboa is doing on the court right now. He, he's blocking shots, coming out of nowhere, dribbling it up the court, dunking it on people. He's super, super long, that weird frame, just like Chet. Um, so, he, like, he's weird body type. I don't love watching him, but I kind of do at the same point in time. Um, but look, 13 points a game. Doesn't scream at you, but it's the blocks that's carrying him and the field goal. His finishing inside the rim is absolutely elite right now. It's um, In terms of just overall field goal, it's above 60%, about 60.5%, uh, which is pretty huge. He shoots about nine times a game, so it definitely is boosting you. Uh, and then, look, everywhere else is just kind of meh, but points, rebounds, carrying you in blocks and field goal. There's, there's four things that are, are pretty reasonable, um, and, and we know... The field goal can be pretty um can, can definitely be a good asset. Similar kind of things to what Mitchie Robinson was putting up back you know a few years ago when he showed a bit of promise. But I think this is a lot more attainable, and I think it's only going up from here as well. So if he's out there on a wave wire, pick him up. Uh, he's definitely worth it for the blocks. If there's a a dynasty league, you have to go grab him. Um, if you haven't already, he probably is obviously being picked up because uh, there's a bit of hype around Bobo. So there you go. That they're, they're my picks for some of the fantasy comebacks. Um, some great storylines. Hopefully, you know, my Miami Heat can keep climbing with Tyler Hero putting up some of those points. Um, a few things I just want to talk about as well, just have a bit of fun, is just some... Oh, uh, look, I want to talk Kings and Pacers. I feel like we need to talk about the uh, Halliburton, Darren Fox. We'll have a bit of a, a fantasy swing on it as well. Because, look, these guys are balling. Um, both of them, obviously, from a fantasy point of view... Halliburton is leagues above, and that's just because he's just so damn efficient. And the points are a surprise to me. I didn't expect him to really get up to the 20 points per game, but I did th- see the assists. The steals are pretty damn impressive. I I think all of this is maintainable. Um, right now, Tyrese is just looking like a core piece moving forward. I think he's a 20 and 10 guy for the next few years. Um, so look, shout out if you own him. Um, I think I just wanted to talk about the trade in general as well um, that occurred because th- this has let De'Aaron just up his up his case. I was defending the Kings when it when it happened. I thought you had to do it. You have Davion Mitchell as a backup. I'll make that very clear as a backup. You needed to give him some minutes. These two obviously did not work together as Halliburton was progressing and lifting his game. Um, it just didn't work with. Darren Fox and at that point in time I think Darren had proved himself more um, he showed a lot of flashes of being pretty much everything you want him to be right now and and that's just a really really great point guard someone that can close games um, someone who's shown that his three-point percentage is growing and is up there and obviously not as efficient as Halliburton but still pretty damn impressive R- right now if, if you make a trade um, just a flat one between the two of them um, look most people would say Halliburton he's younger um, there's more promise there. I would agree. Um, obviously, I think that probably is a safer bet. But look, Darren Fox, I, I love Sabonis. Sabonis is awesome. The Kings didn't, quote-unquote, lose this trade. I think both teams won this trade because Halliburton wouldn't have been this with the Kings because Darren Fox is there. Darren Fox wouldn't have been as good as he's in now with Tyrese Halliburton there. And just the chemistry with Sabonis and Fox, it looks like they've been playing for ages together. Um, he's pumping the, the rebounds, 11.6 rebounds a game, 18 points. 
Um, six assists, six and a half assists for a big man. We know he can do it. The field goal is awesome. Um, right now, the Sabonis is 27th in per game value uh, with those elite stats for a big man. So 17 and a half points, close to 12 rebounds with the six and a half assists. That's awesome. And the field goal. Um, it's just in terms of three-pointers, that's probably where he's letting you down. But, you know, I, I actually like the punt three-point build. Or If not, he's still contributing in a lot of other areas. So it's not like a, a deal breaker for DeMontas. He plays a lot of games at 27 a game. He, he's a guy that you can even like look at the lineups when you see the big so he's versing and you just know when he's going to pump down kind of 20 rebounds if it's someone that's a bit too small. It's not someone any other center really wants to go up against. I'm sure everyone hates going up against DeMontis Sabonis because he just, he's pesky, he's annoying. He obviously uses a lot of his his body um, and throws himself around a fair bit. So kudos to that. I, look, I think it was a win-win trade. I want to make that clear. That's why I wanted to talk about this. Um, it's a win-win for both ends. And I love watching both these point guards. Honestly, I prefer watching, at this point, I actually do like prefer watching De'Aaron uh, Fox because I do think he's an awesome closer. But the passing of Halliburton just... He is exciting as well. It's oh, these two. It, it's some bright sparks. So, um, yeah, there you go. The point guard duel. Um, I love what the Kings are doing with um, uh, Herter. Um, good old fiery hair Herter. He he is impressing me throughout the year. Um, he is playoff proven. I think he's a great fit for this team as well. They need the three pointing. It's really just and what it comes down to with, with Sabonis is the um, rim protection. That's never going to be elite, unfortunately, but I think the offense can be can be feisty, and it can get them into a, a playoff seed um, this time around. In terms of the standings, these guys are pretty pretty similar right now, um, <laughs> which is interesting. I'd say a lot of people had the Kings outside of even the play-in this year. Um, I had them right in that play-in. I had them sneaking around nine or ten, and and that is at this point, you know, they're in the sixth place, fifteen and twelve. I, I can see them kind of... Look, I, I feel like they will maybe finish around the 9 or 8, but I, I think they're pretty feisty. They, they should kind of maintain this. Uh, I, I like their team. They're, they're fun to watch. And then on the flip side, Eastern Conference, Pacers, they, they've lost a couple games recently, but look, 15 and 14, super, super similar record. Super similar record. They're in the 7th seed, but that East is pretty wild. I mean, look, both the conferences, it's early on. A lot of things can change and move around. So who, who do you guys have? Who, who's your better pick? Um, who would you like to build your team around more so than the other? Um, Tyrese, and from a fantasy point of view, you got to. Um, but look, Darren's flashy, man. Darren in a punt free throw build can be pretty freaking good. Um, that Look, there's no real wrong answer. They're both great players and they can carry you to a championship. Um, all right, cool. Well, it's been a good chat. I'll make some more pods uh, over the next few weeks. It's it's good to be back. My time in Europe was a lot of fun. Um, if you guys are in Europe, let us know. Where, where are you guys from? Mention in the comments. Um, if you're on Spotify or some of those audio pods, thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it, guys. And um, I'll hit you up with some must-add players on the next